Ruffle After Dark, Week 7, Take 2. Uh, I thought I lost you there for a second again. Oh, God. God. This is off to a hot start. We are um on Take 2 since I was, uh like, Zoom dropped from this piece of shit. Um, I hope it has feelings because I hate it. Um, <laughs> hey, but you know yeah. what? I was just saying, it used to be the best of all. It was free, but not anymore. So, yeah. Now it's paid for. Now it sucks. <laughs> it was free. It was great. Paid for. Now it sucks. Uh, Podbean, I know you're listening. You're like an algorithm or something. Go fuck yourself. Um, week seven, here we are. Oh, demonetized. I said fuck yourself. Shit. Um, I hope people are paying attention to that because if you do swear, it's demonetized and we're not making any money either way. So, <laughs> KT, welcome back. Oh, good to be here. Good to be here. Another week. God, I can't believe it's week seven already. This is insanity. My self-realization of being apparently the uh, the fig jam of the league Um <laughs> Is about to rear its ugly head because I'm about to go full fucking heel turn. Um, Doug is going to love this episode since I know he loves professional wrestling. Um, I thought it was pronounced wrestling. God, I hate you so much for saying that. <laughs> uh, week, week seven, we got a lot of things going on. Uh, things are tight. GUI has put out a power rankings in a preview prior to Thursday morning. We have a lot, a lot, a lot of things to talk about. KT, let's get started with the scoreboard. All right. So first game on the agenda, Natron taking down Dog, who just can't get it going. I think it's... Doug, I think it's the bad juju. We've talked about a trade for like six weeks straight now. We just haven't been able to pull the trigger. I think uh, I think that's why. FYI, if you're listening. But I digress. Um, I mean, Patreon put up 99 with fucking PG Walker getting two points. This is just dumb. It's, it's dumb. PJ Walker <laughs> drops a fucking deucer as a quarterback slot, and Doug cannot cannot respond yeah it's ugly his his favorite player of all time is cooked yeah that Um, hasn't been good either the 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 impending divorce has not been well in brady he's not looked well i can't wait wait for the inevitable um documentary about this fucking season for tom brady Um, well and you know, the other thing, too, is I asked Doug, God, it must have been like week three, I texted him. I was like, hey, you going to finally start Trevor Lawrence just to shake things up and maybe get you a win? And he was like, whatever it takes. And he hasn't started him yet. Like, I think he started Tom Brady every week. I'd have to go back and look at it, you know, fact check. I but. think you need to send a fucking message to the old fart Tom Brady. Start the yeah. young start the young guy. You know, was, like you mentioned, you mentioned starting a uh, or at least setting a, a lineup to intimidate your regular starters. And I did the same earlier this week. I definitely started uh, people that aren't in my lineup right now. And and uh, it was purely a locker room shake-up move, you know, in the, a virtual sense. 
Um, I want them to see the projected starters and be offended and then get fired up for the game. I think that's what Doug's team needs. I think, uh, I think JK Dobbins, his knees, I think they, instead of like fixing his ACL and LCL LCL and whatever the hell else was wrong, like they just took one of my old ass knees and put it in his knee because apparently his knees locked up during the game, which was interesting, but not good. Um, yeah, this this was it's been ugly, but it was nice to see Jamar Chase, you know, put up. Is that his first? That's his second week. Week one, he had a big week against Pittsburgh, but then he's been pretty pedestrian up until until week six. So, um, you know, we that might be a, a spark that he needs. Yeah, we as a league cannot afford to allow Natron to win games scoring less than a hundred points. No, absolutely, it, not. it can't happen this year. So just like come correct, everyone. Score 100 or more, Natron's not allowed to win these types of games. He's not supposed to. He, yeah, he definitely can't win those uh, those uh, Brett games. That's for damn sure. So no. All right, moving on. Uh, Jimmy and Maddie. Like Maddie's team, I feels like a yo-yo. Like week one, it's you know he puts up 134 points. Last week he put up I don't remember what it was, but I don't think it was 134 points. Like I think he's just very up and down, like a roller coaster, yo-yo, whatever the fuck, but. Jimmy just... Maddie has, like, the ceiling is top scorer in the league all season long, and the floor is lowest score in the week all season long. And I'm here for that. That's like that's like a great drug, but I don't know if Maddie partakes. <laughs> no. And Jimmy like, just... He's got so many guys with high volatility. Deion Jackson, he scooped and scored the 25, and I think Deion Jackson's now dead. Like, I'm not sure if he's alive anymore. Um, well, but I he mean, got it. Yeah. So good for him. But I mean, like, Jimmy, I mean, this is Jimmy's, like, I think I texted him, like, and he's like, you know, you're running bad when Mike Kosicki busts up 22 against you. Like, and a guy that Deion Jackson, that they signed off the street, is putting up a 25. Like, just silly. Just silly for for we'll Jimmy. Get to, we'll, we'll get to the points against, but yeah, Jimmy gets Jimmy gets curb stomped again by a bunch of random fuckers. Um, and I don't like most of that team is fairly legit, but like if you think about like two years ago, or even last year, like Ramondre, Deion Jackson, Christian Kirk, uh, Kirk Jacoby Myers, Gasecki, they're all like either not on the radar or like a coin flips chance at a 10 points and they all just like destroy Jimmy. Um, and he gets the, cur- by the way, I have to say this because I know I was texting you uh, during the week, but Curtis Samuel is the worst player in the history of Washington football. His hands are made out of like blocks of wood. Like, the fact that he catches anything is absolutely unbelievable. I watched that hideous-ass Thursday game. Yes. Watching Curtis Samuel get targets and trying to catch them like his hands were coated in butter. And it was painful, and I almost dropped him immediately off the Cobras roster because I just cannot physically take any more of him. He's constantly benched for the rest of the season because of that. Shitty fucking outing. Terrible. And rant. <laughs> All right, moving on. Um, 
Dave versus myself. Uh, yeah, it was ugly. Um, Dave, you know, his goal, I think, was to get six first round picks. He succeeded this week. Congrats, Dave, on that. Um, what's left is not ideal. Um, my team didn't have a great week. I mean, you know, 92 is okay. It was just above league average, so fine, whatever. Uh, I, I didn't take want... a 92. Yeah, Cole Komet. <laughs> Cole Komet was the bad choice at tight end. I think I, I think I, I was debating on like three tight ends. Um, Cole Komet, Daniel Bellinger, and there was one other one that I was debating. And then like the other two guys had decent weeks, and then Cole Komet put up a fucking two. He had this like I think he had like two targets in the like first four plays, and then he never got another target the rest of the game. I was like, what the fuck? Anyways. I At least you didn't start Elijah Moore. There is that. Um, yeah, I'm not sure what's going on there. The The pickup of the week, though, was my Greg Dulcich. You know, nobody ever probably even heard of him before uh, before this week and snagged him, oh. on the, snagged him on the late Sunday morning pickup. So that was fun. Oh, as an Albert Okawebinam owner at the draft party, uh, very aware of Greg Dolchich. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he, yeah. Uh, you are tight end junior uh, high school. Not quite uh, college, university, junior college or anything. Uh, but yeah, you are tight end junior high. Pretty much, yeah. It's. I mean, I like Dolchich or Dolchich or however you pronounce his last name. I think, uh, I, th- I mean, if, you know, Russell Wilson can't ever get his head out of his ass completely. I think uh, I think he's got some upside. And plus, he's a huge human being. So that's athletic as hell. So Yes, large man. I like him. He's good. Uh, you and Dano. Um, like Mark Andrews and Zeke and Lamar Jackson came to play for you. And everybody else is like, yeah, I'm good. Take the week off. Yeah, um, my team. You a bunch of good players. Everybody, I expect everybody I expected to do real well, uh, didn't. Lamar and and Mark Andrews are fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, I made the right call on Sunday night to start Zeke on touches. I still think yes. he's very good. Um, but I would have never started like, I, like the, the high scoring players on my bench, like it's just, they weren't going to make it. So like, it's just, it's more along the lines of the fact that Green Bay is a train wreck. Uh, so is Pittsburgh and Washington. Uh, so I've just got good players on train wrecks. I guess that makes me a fig jam. Um, (laughs) Dano, I mean Dan, Dano. Dano should have beaten the fucking absolute. He he should have beaten the brakes off me, and he did technically. Like Pickens, Dud, concussion, Hayden Hurst. I I was facing him in multiple leagues, so I figured he would absolutely destroy me, but he didn't. Um, and then Hunt and Chubb, like just the dudding against New England, was not expected. Um, 
I mean, if he scores 140 or 90, you know, he dudded his week and still beat me, which is what I about expected. So I'm not surprised. I'm surprised my team didn't do jack shit. But it's 120 point on my side loss if anybody in Green Bay knows how to um, coach. But whatever. What is um, yeah, I mean, like, like I, I was expecting them to lean on the run game a little bit here, um, with you know Rodgers having that you know banged up thumb and playing a, a pretty solid defense and um, the Jets who apparently you know I thought uh, with Bakhtiari back and uh, the right tackle I forget his name at the at the moment but uh, I thought with those guys getting back and getting healthier that their line would have been a little more solid but man that. Put in Williams or whatever his name is from the Jets, which is blowing them up in the middle of the of the, of the D line this week. So this is not a Packers podcast, but the Jets had the same play on defense run like sixty five percent of the time, and the, the Packers could not defend it. It was like the same stunt every time, and it was like a sieve. And that's why, like, I literally, and I mentioned this before about Lafleur, so let's not just, like, take it as Green Bay, like, overreaction theater, but, like, that is fucking terrible coaching. As a Vikings fan, I, really, I love it. I, 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 congratulations on first place. But, like, you should be there. We should not. It is ugly as shit. The green and gold house is on fire. Um, not good. Um, speaking of not good, let's, let's talk about let's move on. week. <laughs> I was say, speaking of not good, let's talk about Brett's no. week. <laughs> Later, uh, gets more than 68 scored on him, and he folds like a tent. Yeah, I mean, you knew it was going to be bad when he had to put MVS into his lineup. And again, we you know we talked about Brett a little bit in the past, like very, very top heavy, right? Like, not a ton of depth. Um, so with Devontae Adams on a bye and Chris Olave out with a you know with a concussion, it was uh, it was bleak for Brett. I mean, he probably would have been better off playing triple tight ends with uh, Hunter Henry, but uh, yeah, just not great, not great at all. And you know, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, he's still seeing his nine to twelve touches a game, but when he's not scoring his two touchdowns a week and catching, you know catching six balls, he's not doing shit, in which you would think in a shootout against KC or what was you know prompted to be a shootout, you know, you'd think Clyde Edwards or Valera would have actually had a catch. So it was a little surprising to see him not have any catches, you know, this week, especially with Buffalo playing that, like, cover two shell for the most part, trying to make KC kind of dink and dunk their way down the field. Like, I would have expected to have Clyde Edwards or Valera have nine catches, so... A little surprising on that on that side of things, but uh, not that surprising considering the fact he only gets like nine to twelve touches a game. So uh, again, Adrian's team solid, solid outing. I mean, above league average, which is good. You know, Ella um, Pierce and Irv Smith showed a pulse for him on the week that he needed him. Adrian's team's a little banged up as well. May or may not get uh, Damian Harris back. I thought it was interesting that uh, other than Russell Wilson. As his backup quarterback, his bench had zero points. Like everybody's either hurt or on a bye. 
So, um, you know, congrats to Adrian for taking down the, uh, the undefeated fecalator. Um, Adrian seems to get healthy. I mean, he's getting, uh, uh Dandre Hopkins on a, off a suspension back, which is good, but he, lo- he loses Marquise Brown this week. So, um, for probably four to six weeks. So just, uh, not great in, uh, Adrian's, uh, um, lineup. His, and, team, uh, his team gets older next yes. week. Yep. <laughs> Sorry. Just one thing reminded me of, of, uh, you know, I was, I was thinking of Adrian, like he needs to, like he needs to like fire his, uh, his head trainer and, you know, bring on a new trainer because his whole team is literally hurt. Right. And, uh, Brett, or not Brett, uh, Jimmy was texting me this week and he's like, I need to fire my, He's like, cause last week after he gave up a ton of points, he's like, I fired my, my deep, my defensive coordinator. He's like, I hired a new one. And then this week he's like, yep, I fired my new defensive coordinator again. And I text him like, Hey, maybe you should try and poach Brett's because Brett's defensive coordinator has been fantastic. So Brett's uh, defensive funny. coordinator is, um, like hall of fame in one season. Yes. So, and then, uh, moving on to the, most unexpected game of the week. Uh, Baker, who had really not shown a pulse for the last couple of weeks, puts up a 118 on Robbie. Like, I felt bad because I texted Robbie a little bit of shit. Like, because they traded him IU this week. And um, I'm like, you didn't, like, look to see who you were playing before you made the trade? Like, um, he's like, it was Monday. It's been busy. Like, whatever. And he was like, you're, like, the third person to text me already. I'm like, oh, my bad, dude. Um because IU put up a 25 spot on him, which I think was very unexpected in this game. I totally expected San Francisco to run all over Atlanta, and uh, it ended up, you know, just, again, being completely, you know, the NFL of this year, I would say, where expect the unexpected, right? Hey, I made a great pickup of uh, Latavius. Yes. Uh, sitting there on my bench, and Baker, you can have him. Uh, or Goss, you can have him if the price is right. You know, three rushes for eight yards, Goss isn't enough. I might be a fig jam, but you can have that r- runner in your backfield if uh, the price is right. So, well, um, just by, made... the way, uh, by the way, by the way, I yep. think I th- it, it deserves being said. Baker, congratulations! Oh yes, on, very much so. On having a, a a kid, I was not prompted. Uh, so I sent him well wishes. Yep. I was not told he actually had the child. I told him I hope that Kylie Pitts Baker is all healthy and well and good, um, and mom is good as well. But I I, I don't know the the baby's name. Uh, how things are going? I assume it's Kylie Pitts. Um, I think it's honestly though I have to double check it because I saw it, but I'm not good with names to begin with, and then. Um, I just saw it the one time, but I thought I saw his baby's name was like Eliana Baker. If I got it wrong, uh, my apologies. She's adorable, by the way, but uh, I thought that was like, what it was. After you hear this, like, l- let me get some pictures. Um, our daughters Dude, just... can, our daughters can hang out, but I hope Najee Harris Pitt uh, Pitts Baker is healthy and and well. Um, and that everyone is doing well. So congratulations, Baker. Two wins in the same week, especially against Gossard, which I'm sure had some kind of alternate bet on it. Oh, yeah, they always um, have that bet. 
somehow. Yeah, they have some kind of a alternate bet going on. So I assume that that is a triple a triple whammy uh, for for Baker, which is awesome. Congratulations, man. Being a daddy daughter is awesome. I think you can agree. Casey. Hashtag girl dad. Hashtag, Hashtag girl dad. Girl dad. You know, you gotta let it soak if you need to do it the other way. So <laughs> and talk to Gossard about letting it soak. So, anyways, um, going to the standings, KT. I have to tell you that, um, you know, referencing Gossard um, being uh, fig jammy in my uh, my team, I have to say that I'm turning full fucking heel. And uh, we are going to call the divisions this week after the best heels in professional wrestling of all time. Wrestling. So, wrestling, sure. Some of it is wrestling. Um, so the Charlemagne division, which is still the best division because it gets no. scored on the highest. It's terrible. And also scores the most points. Um, we're the Ric Flair division. <laughs> Because, woo, we're the goddamn best heel of all time. We drink a little bit. That's okay. We haven't been canceled yet. We're the Ric Flair division. And uh, you know what? Like, I'm in the middle of the pack. I probably should be lower than I am right now after how shitty my team is. Surly's in full on. I have half the fucking first round next year mode um but natron and jimmy and i are i think i think you mentioned at the beginning in the first episode like we're gonna beat up on each other and that's true that's a hundred percent true um so we gotta beat natron and that's a thing and then jimmy is 711 points in just wrong it's just ridiculous so i feel bad for that but um the the the, your division which is strong uh we are going to call that the vince mcmahon division um actually now that i think about it it's the mr mcmahon division who is the (laughs) greatest heel in uh the modern time and if you have any questions just uh, reference uh, Doug or myself to to back that up. Mr. McMahon division, great heel. Uh, you guys, uh, Dano and you have a lot of potential. There's a lot of three and three teams here. Um, Baker is surging with a young team, and um, Adrian just took down the fecalator. So. Yeah, all signs pointing up. Yep, absolutely. The third division here is going division. Uh, it's Hulk Hogan when he turned heel. It's slightly over the hill. It's still a great heel. Um, you've got the Fecalator with 466 points against in six games. God, that's just, just gross. Just fucking trash. We've already elaborated on it. However, we also have 
uh, Maddie, who scored shitloads more and gotten scored shitloads more against at three and three, surging. And then you've got yourself Goss, who self-proclaims himself as terrible and thus is going to do the secretary work much better. And then you have Doug, who should not be one and five, but no. probably should be like three and three. Um, well, but I think and his team is at, insanely underperforming. Yeah, I look at Doug's roster and I'm like, it, you know, because he's like what the second lowest scoring team in the league. Right now. I'm like, how is that even possible? I mean, granted, like DeAndre Swift has been out for a little bit, but like. It just makes no sense. Like up is down, left is right. Like it's it's like a weird polar vortex or some shit like that. I don't know. But moving on. You're not wrong. Uh, Um, Power power rankings. All right, let's go to Robbie's power rankings, and we're not going to review Robbie's. I will cross reference them with the RT power rankings. But continue. Yeah, I was just going to say, we're not going to go over Robbie's predictions because, uh, let's be real, his predictions have been horseshit. So uh, let's see if his part rankings are any yep. better. Uh, he's got the ocular pack downs as number one, which when you look at the uh, the rotal points of 59, you know, kudos to, to Natron. I mean, he's blowing everybody else out of the water. It's it's scary for the continuation of this version of Ruffle, if I'm going to be honest. So, uh you know, with uh, Adrian being second in the power rankings with second in auto points, like, it just doesn't compute to me. But, uh, um, yeah, I mean, he's, he's been doing well, which is awesome. So, uh, Deuce is wild, you know, kind of holding that third spot down with, you know, not only in uh, auto points, but just overall um, second league in scoring. So, and yeah, as Robbie put, like, Jonathan Taylor hasn't really played much. To, and when he has played, he's been kind of, Horseshit, so his team can only potentially get better from here. So that that is a little scary, but which is good because we need somebody to to take down Natron, right? So then you got this kind of triumvirate of forty two, forty two, and and then kind of next, but then with yourself and uh, Dano, or Dano than yourself, um, with the rota points there. But then you scroll a little bit, and you see that like Jimmy's got forty two points as well, but he's eight. So, yeah, uh, again, pour one out for Jimmy a little bit. Uh, myself with my favorite number in the world. Sorry, I, I skipped the Feeklater, who's got 33 rural points, which is the same as Baker and just barely above the, the low-scoring point team in the league, which is Doug. So uh, I think we've talked about Brett's good luck enough. Um, again, myself with 39. I don't, know if I've, I don't know if you've ever heard my rant about the number 39. Or how much I hate the number 39, because it shows up everywhere. Like, once you start to notice the number 39, it shows up more and more and more. Um, so I it's did a not bad, know this. Yeah. Uh, well, that's a podcast for another day. Um, but, yeah, I'm not a big fan of that number. And so the fact that I've landed on it here going into week seven is not bode well for my team, I'm just going to say. Uh, you know, Baker, um, Doug, you know, um, and then, you know, Dave, who is essentially sold off his last piece of it, you know, respectability in his team with, with Josh Jacobs, which we'll get to the trade, uh, the trade section here. Oops, uh, spoiler alert, but, uh, and then Rivas team, who, yeah, 22 Royal points is, um, just not good. So, yeah, hashtag not good. 
Yeah. I, I don't honestly think I have anything else to to add to that. I, I feel like Goss's rankings are fairly accurate. Um, and they're Roto points based, so they're really accurate. Um, I am very offended that I am, fuck his team is good, just ask him. Um, <laughs> uh, again, like, I hope you're cutting fucking limes tomorrow morning and re- and listening to this. I hope you fucking laugh because I hope one of those shoots in your fucking eye. Um, wow, that's rough. I'm, I'm not that's a big jam. I'm not fucking Eric Korberg. We're not doing this. <laughs> oh, cue. Let's go. Oh, um, cue. Anyways. All right. Transactions trade wire for the week. One big trade. That's it. Um, and we've got ourselves Dave to Goss. <clears throat> And it's a bunch of picks for Josh Jacobs, Isaiah Likely, who is not likely to be a factor as long as uh, Mark Andrews is a thing. Um, For first, second, third, uh, and James Cook. Yeah, so this trade made absolutely no sense to me overall. I, I get it, Robbie. I was frustrated with this team and hate sucking. Completely get it because um, in my other one of my other leagues, I'm 0 and 6, and no matter what I do, like every quarterback I pick up gets hurt like the week I play, and that 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 league's fairly quarterback driven. Um, so I get hating to suck, but that's a redraft league. Um, this is an empire kind of keeper league, and so my opinion. But again, it's. That's why this seems awesome. This league's awesome because each person, you know, values things and does things their own way. But I would have kept James Cook after the buy. Uh, I think his value is only going to go up from here. And a first round, an early first round pick, you know, what should be a loaded, loaded 2023 draft, way more valuable than Josh Jacobs. So, but that's just one humble man's opinion. And by humble, I mean not me. Yeah, um, I think, uh, like, Gooey also made me an offer this week that would have assumed he was in it to win it this year, which I didn't understand, so I told him to pound sand. Um, No, I didn't tell him to pound sand. I just told him I'm going for it. Um, Waiver wire. Let's just move to that because I have nothing else to say. Um, uh, three, two, one, refresh. Nice. I have a quarterback and I have a tight end. Holy wow. crap, Matron. Cole Komet is, is another free agent. Uh, whoa, Kenyon Drake, 75 bone arrows. Uh, PJ Walker, see ya. Uh, I do like DJ Chark, so I hate that he grabbed him for nothing. I probably should have done something. Um, <clears throat> that's probably it. Paris Campbell makes another appearance. Uh, you got who you wanted, but the big news is Kenyon Drake for seventy-five bucks, and looks like a bunch of people. Him. 
56, 36, 20, 20, and 8. I was one of the 20s. Fail bids for Kenyon Drake. I believe Gus Bus is coming in, and he's about to Kool-Aid man himself through that fucking wall in Baltimore and be good again. So I did not subject myself to a bid on Kenyon Drake, but... I just wanted him for um, this week because I don't think I, he's going to be I'm, relevant for Natron, too long. I bid that. Like, I do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I actually have a quarterback to play this week now, which is nice. Um, I'm glad I went with Kate Otten, where I did, versus Daniel Bellinger, because he was my, Bellinger was my second choice this week for tight end. Um, my uh, backup player for Kenyon Drake was DeAndre Carter. Once I saw that uh, Keenan Allen was unlikely to play this week, probably again, with his never-ending hamstring injury. And uh, surprisingly, Josh Palmer was in the concussion protocol. I'm like, well, why not? I my my other backup for Jay, you'll appreciate this was uh, Miska. I was going to bring Miska back, but uh, I just can't I can't quit him yet. But uh, maybe I'll pick him up on Sunday morning. We'll see. God, Laviska Chenault, KT's favorite player. Can't quit Visca. He's got all the upside, all the tools. He just can never stay healthy or be used properly. Um, all right. Well, we are in preview mode for next week. Um, take it from the top. We, I don't know if Natron's always the first one or if it just happens to be happenstance, but, like, we're always checking his game out first. So. Yes, we are. Uh, we got ourselves a heck of a matchup, though, between Natron and Maddie. And despite who I would like to win this game, um, actually, no, I'm picking Maddie because no one with Corey Davis should ever win. <laughs> what, Corey Davis and Kenyon Drake? But here's the scary part, right? Like, Corey Davis will put up his usual, like, five points. Kenyon Drake will come back down to earth. He'll put up his usual five points. And then the rest of Manny's or, um, Nate's team will put up, you know, 120. And so he'll still put up 130 this week. I'm going to stick with Maddie Or Natron, sorry. I keep saying Maddie because that's who I want to win. But in my heart of hearts, I know that uh, that it's going to be Natron. No. I I think I think Maddie gets past the bye week of Al Sanders and Jefferson, um, I think his team comes to play. I think there's a lot of points. Like, you want to say, like, Jacoby Myers and Gallup are his worst two players, but they're playing Detroit and New England and uh, Chicago. Sure. But you got to remember the yo so, effect, right? Manny just had that really good week this week, so he's bound, you know, for his letdown week this week. So, plus he's playing Ricky Mostert this week. Yeah, well, if next. Never liked anybody in the 49ers, uh, nor Mostert. Uh, so I don't know anything about that. Like, I'm uninformed. However, I do appreciate the second-round pick for Mostert, though, uh, Maddie. I do appreciate that. Thank you. Cool. Well, I'm going to take Maddie. Uh, moving right. on. Uh, we we got Jimmy and Doug. 
I, I got to take Doug just because she was cursed. It is what it is. I don't know if I can say anything else about that. Except for Doug, start Trevor Lawrence just because. Mix it up, man. Start so, something. I'm going to go. I'm going to go on a limb here, and I'm going to say Doug's team sets the high score for the entire league for the entire season, and Dougie wins whatever the, that fucking 10 bucks or whatever that is that we have. I think Doug scored 170, and Jimmy cannot – even get close. All right, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> like, sorry, Jimmy, but I feel like I feel like Doug's team at one and five is about to pop a buck fifty on you, and 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 I'm looking at the roster, and I don't feel like that's inaccurate. Yeah, uh, I, I okay. Picked. I picked David or Dougie as well, so I agree. Uh, do we have to pick this game? Um, Dan, Dan versus... move on. <laughs> Myself and you. You're a 21 point favorite <laughs> right now. I hope I hope neither Dan or 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 Dave were hoping for a long, elaborate preview. <laughs> Because they just got really disappointed in the fact that we just said, Dano, moving on. All right. Um, yes. Um, fuck my team is good. Just ask me. Um, I pick uh, I pick you because I, I have you. to pick you. I have um, to pick you. <laughs> well, and also because I think you're going to win. I'm I, – I, Toying with the fact that I might have to trade you half of your players for half of my players at the end of this podcast. Um, so I guess we'll wait on that. But at this point, um, your current quarterback, because you haven't set your roster yet, is still Jalen Hurts. But I, I'm not afraid of Jimmy G, although they are playing KC and they could be in a mega catch-up game. Um, <clears throat> you might as well start a couple tight ends because they're going to perform better better than T. Higgins and Alan Lazard. <laughs> I did just set up I thought I just set a lineup now. I did. I oh. did. Oh, it, it updated in front of my face and now you're the favorite. Wow. Fifty five forty five real time updates as you set your lineup again. Well now I'm I'm the underdog. I'm gonna teabag you this week, KT. <laughs> you are, it's true. All the shit I was talking about, Terry McLaurin, he's going to come back to hunt me this week. Dude, our defense for Green Bay is so fucking bad. Terry McLaurin's going to drop a triple stack on you. It's going to happen. And it's not even – it's it, it's uh, the goddamn backup for, for Washington. It's not even uh, Wentz. So it's definitely happening. Oh, yeah. I, I mean – Heineke, or however you pronounce his name, Heine, loves uh loves him some McLaurin, so Yeah, he loves himself some Terry. He loves it he loves Terry. So this is funny um, to me, right? Uh, hold on, hold on. Okay, hold on, hold on. so real quick, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So I just like I came back because I always forget to start a tiebreaker, so I just went and put one in. Um when I came back to the scoreboard, 
it has you as a seven point favorite right now, right? Like if you actually go to the league scoreboard, it says you're a seven point favorite. But then when you go to GameCast, it has me as a 55% favorite. How, how, like, how does that compute? That's because it's liquor and guessing over at the uh, RT Sports. We know this isn't the best website for fantasy football, but it does accept our rules. Yes, so it does. We know, we know that it's horseshit. Um, math, I was told there would be no math. <laughs> I was um, told there would be no math as well. This is why we have our own prediction segment, and Gooey has his own predictions, and they are not in line with what's on the website. By the way, yeah, a 55% chance of you getting fucked this weekend is fair. Um, Robin Adrian. Demonetized. Adrian. Josh Allen. And loses so adrian loses josh allen he might not have a tight end this week because darren waller has not practiced yet this week questionable with a hamstring coming off a bye which is not a good whoa are you okay up there did you die sorry my yeah my my phone fell down um he might not have a tight end with darren waller hurting and irv smith on a bye like i mean he'll have to put in i'm assuming he's going to put in uh or he did, never mind. He put Hopkins in, but like he didn't put a waiver wire on any quarterbacks or tight ends. I'm, I'm confused, but I digress. So, um, Robbie, you know, his young guys had two good weeks, but they've been kind of horseshit lately. I think Josh Jacobs and David, David Pierce kind of, and Joe Burrow this week kind of lead him a little bit. I'm going to, I'm going to throw Robbie the upset bone. I'm going to go Robbie over Adrian this week. What you got for us? I don't think you're on a limb there. I think, I I think, um, I like Adrian by a mile. Um, you don't think I'm on a limb when I say Robbie's going to win? And but you like Adrian by a mile? It makes hashtag no math again. But I. I like Adrian to to uh, field a valid lineup, um, and thus I feel like Adrian is going to win. I got Robin um, this week. Upset. Russell Wilson is toilet. Uh, is he going to play I'm this week? Just gonna, I mean, I'm just going to pick. I'm going to pick. I'm going to pick against Robbie because he always picks me to win, and I <laughs> want him to lose. I got you. Okay. And I'm the fucking heel in this in this goddamn league apparently. So I'm gonna pick the guy who's five and one to win, even though he shouldn't win, because he's not good enough. And I'm gonna pick against the guy who runs our league and puts in the time and has a better lineup. And I'm just gonna say he's gonna lose. You know why? Because Nothing good happens to good people because I'm the heel in this league. All right, let's continue. Um, uh, Baker versus the fecal. Sorry here. for dro- dropping my phone, by the way. That's all right. <laughs> that was loud. At least it didn't break, hopefully. It didn't break. 
So Baker. Uh, by the way, that... Brett is gonna lose against Brett, uh, against Baker. Sorry, go ahead. I would say Baker's the guy that sends me it every week. I get nothing about it. So this last week, he's like, "We should do a trade, right?" So I'll send him like five different offers. That five different options. Like, yeah, it's okay. I'm like, well, what do you think? He's like, I don't know. I'm like, dude, like, figure out a plan before you text me. That's all I'm saying. Hashtag have a plan. Um. Yeah, I. This game is confusing to me. Um. I'm going to flip a coin. Um, I want Baker to lose since he's in my division, so I'm going to pick Brett, which feels really gross. That's all i got to say. I'm going to pick Baker. Fresh I have a kid. Um, Kylie Pitts, Baker, uh, is going to dominate. Um I just I can't pick for Brett ever again. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. I'm the uh, I'm the full heel. Tua's brain is scrambled. Saquon is amazing. Clyde is toilet bowl. Um, and then flip a coin, and then the rest of uh, Brett's roster, it's thin to win. Uh, could very well win. Hashtag cool. Brett, accept my trade. Brett, hashtag, hashtag Brett, change your team name to, uh, I'm just kidding. Uh, he already changed his team name like three times based off stuff I said. Um, I like the Fecalator. I think that's a very good team name. So, um, okay. I think that does it for the, uh, the preview. There was one other thing we were going to try to possibly do on this podcast, which was effectively break the seal um, for a trade. Now, I have had a a certain amount of time to regret what I said (laughs) pre-podcast. Yeah. Um, But I I will, for the sake of the podcast and the sake of breaking the seal, continue with what I said. So the deal I offered you earlier was Deontay Johnson and Wandell in a second for Keenan, Lazard, and Duvernay. That is true. You, you want to th- throw it on the site and uh, I can go take a look at it and either accept it or deny it here live on the podcast. That sounds like a robot. I said, do you want to put it on the? I said, do you want to? Do you want to put it on the? Like, put it the trade offer actually officially on the site right now, and I'll go accept or 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 reject it here live on the live on the site or live on the podcast. Does that mean you're gonna accept it? I don't know yet. I really, honestly, I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Yes, I guess I will. Uh. Put that on the website. Uh, who's the worst second round pick I can give you? Uh, this is funny, but I, I'm going to give it to the Fecalator. Okay. Uh, oh, shit. I got to drop someone. No. 
Uh, I don't want to drop anyone. Let's 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 add somebody to this mix. I was saying instead of dropping them, just put them in the trade. I really don't care who it is. Um, that's Lamar Jackson. That's fine. I don't want any of your players, and you don't. Why does this say Cole Komet's still on your team? Oh, that's that's inaccurate. You may have to refresh. I I'm not sure. I don't know. Um. Well, I think we might have to take this offline. This podcast is long enough. What? Boo. I, I, I'm the one that offered you the deal. So, like, um, I put it on the site. I don't have, I don't have anybody. Life. I want to. I don't want to drop anybody, man. Mandy, to throw them. You went all cut out there again. Yeah, I mean, like, you're not getting Hall coming my way. I'll tell you that. Um, all right. Well, that deal will probably get approved by Goss as soon as he gets in to work tomorrow morning. So, uh, uh, week seven is in the books. It's been 50 minutes of preview. I don't need, uh, the league's heel wrestler, so. Love when I lose, and you hate when I. Oh, good. Yeah, we gotta end this because you're cutting it out badly. Except for Casey, go go 